This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Glad tidings to you, my bold friends, and welcome to Midnight Marinera. The hour is late, and the weather is damp, but the pasta is fresh and ready to serve. Come, stay a while, as we make your midnight a little more... exquisite. It's a brand new year, intrepid listeners. Have you calculated your resolutions? Set your goals? Made your peace? I hope so. Because we are all hurtling into the unknown future at breakneck speed. And it is a time to face your fears anew. For tonight's play, we've dredged up a delicious little tale about one of humankind's most primal fears. The dark. For many, the dark alone is enough to set one on edge, but even the boldest person may feel unease when robbed of their sight. Vision brings clarity, and with it, understanding. But when the light is gone, that's when your imagination fills in the gaps. But really, fear of the dark is quite irrational, is it not? The darkness cannot hurt you. No, it's what might be hidden in the dark that you should worry about. I am terrified of the dark, though I didn't always feel that way. When I was small, I was supposedly very hyperactive. I drove my parents nuts, but my grandmother had a different effect on me. I loved my grandparents and was on my best behavior when I was with them. That's probably the reason my parents left me to stay with them so many weekends, and I always look forward to the day spent in my grandparents' house. Slow down, we haven't even knocked yet. Grandma! <laughs> Hannah, hello darling. I knew you'd hear us coming. See mom, I told you, we don't need to knock. <laughs> you're right dear, you're right. Grandma's got the best hearing. The other kids at school said your hearing goes bad when you get old, but they're stupid. Anna! It's fine dear, my hearing is pretty sharp. Is everything well with you? As good as always. Now, Anna, you'll be good for Grandma, yeah? Yep, yep. Thanks again for taking her on for us, Mom. I know she can be a handful. It's my pleasure, really. She's always been a little angel around me. Great. Call me up if anything comes up, all right? We won't be far. I will. Tell Simon I say hello. He'll be glad to hear it. Bye, Anna. Be good. Bye, Mama. Take care, dear. Come on, dearest. Let's go inside. It's too bright out here. That's because it's always so dark in your house, Grandma. Don't you like the daytime? I do. 
But I love the dark even more, don't you? Yep, as long as I'm with you. I'm glad. Now, can you see anything? Nope, I don't have to. Not while you're here. Not while you're here, Grandma. Is that my granddaughter I hear? That it is. Grandpa, where are you? I'll be right there in a moment. Owen, your niece is here. Ah, here's our little scamp. How's it going, kiddo? Fine, Uncle Owen. Oh, we were wondering when you'd get here. We've got a lot of fun things planned. Now hold on. Let's see what Anna wants to do first. Anna? Hmm, can we play... Hide and seek? Sure, but is the house quiet enough for it? Hmm, I'd say it is. Here now, do you want to be it first, Anna? Yep, but Grandma has to be on my team, and you two gotta hide first. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, give us a little bit to hide, then. We'll give you 20 seconds. Off with you. Will you hold my hand while we look, Grandma? Of course, but I know you can get around the house on your own. You don't need me to guide you. But, but I feel better having you close by. I have to get used to the dark again. It won't take long, love. Trust me. Now, keep a sharp ear out for those two rascals. Any small noise could give them away. Ready or not, here we come. My grandma's house was always kept in perpetual darkness. Those windows that weren't walled shut were covered with thick black drapes, opened only on rare family visits. Her affinity for darkness was so strong that I often spent my visits there without seeing a thing. Anywhere else, the dark would have scared me, but... I never missed the light as long as I was with my grandparents. Everything I did was done with my other four senses. Our hide-and-seeks were based around noise, and Uncle Owen used to play piano for us, the music washing over me without any other distractions. I can still remember how good my grandma's dinner smelled and how sweet and rich the desserts tasted. And my grandpa taught me all sorts of useful skills how to whittle wood and carve spoons and flutes solely by touch. Even my dreams were often just noises and smells and textures. Gradually, I found a way to see even in the deepest darkness. After enough time would pass, I could make out the faces of my grandparents and my uncle, as if they were lit by some weak inner light, outlines in the black. The eyes especially would stand out white against black, almost sensed more than seen. Even now, I can navigate perfectly in the dark, and I think my strong night vision was the cause for my fear. Cuddle up to Grandma's warm body, I was never afraid. Not even when the figures appeared at night. people come into our room at night? Shh! Keep your voice down, or you'll wake Grandpa. But, Grandma... I know. I can see them, too. There's nothing to worry about. It's best to ignore them. But 
They're the outcasts. They used to be people, like us. Family, friends, close ones, long gone. And they want to come back from the other side. You know them, then? A few, maybe. But they're not people anymore? No. How can you tell? There are ways. Look at your grandpa there. See how even in the dark you can see his face? Yes. You can see the difference in their faces. The outcasts are darker. But if you really want to tell the difference, you have to look at their eyes. If their eyes are as black as their face or even darker, then they're on the wrong side. They are dead, and they should stay that way no matter how much you miss them. So they can't come? They can't, unless you allow them to. Well, if I let them in? Don't ever let them in. But how do I... As long as they stay where they are, everything is fine. And as long as I'm around, you'll be safe, I promise. Black on black, but I still saw them. As clear as a pencil line pressed hard on a piece of paper. Lying there in bed, wrapped in my grandma's arms with my grandpa breathing beside me. I watched the figures gesturing, pleading, pushing and shoving each other for a spot at the borderline of life. My grandma died when I was eight years old. After that, I never set foot in that dark house again. My memories of that time are a jumble of sensations, but the terror that followed me after remains crystal clear. With my grandma, I was safe. But without her, the nights were dread. The outcasts weren't just in my grandparents' house. They were anywhere that light couldn't penetrate, waiting for someone to let them in. I became dependent on a nightlight for years because any amount of light would chase them away. But sometimes, the nightlight would be gone. My parents would forget to plug it in, or the bulb would die, and I would see them. Pressing against the dark, their eyes like hollow pockets of nothingness. They seem more agitated, more violent, more, more likely to break through the barrier. Maybe they were closer because I was closer to letting them in, half out of fear and half out of curiosity. When I was 16, I tried to shock myself out of my childhood phobia, throwing myself into one dark night after another. It only made things worse. I was starting to recognize their hair, their size, the shadows of clothes they wore. I think it's how they looked in the moment they stepped from life to death. One in particular stuck out to me, with wild, curly hair and the darkest eyes of all. I knew that form. She had only been there since I was eight. I finally gave up and accepted my fear and independence on nightlights. Even when I went to college, I specifically chose an apartment with a street lamp outside so the light could come in and keep the figures at bay. And then, when I was 23, I learned the truth about my fear from my mother. And then she'd let go of the clutch, and we'd all go sailing down the hill like a roller coaster. Your aunt hated it, but me and Owen always held our hands up and laughed. <laughs> no way, that was grandma? No joke, your grandmother used to do crazy stuff like that all the time before she became a shut-in. I miss her. Me too. Sometimes I dream of her vanilla cookies, and when I wake up I can nearly taste them. Oh yeah, 
I do miss those cookies. Your grandfather loved those especially. Did he? I don't remember him eating any. <laughs> you were probably too young to remember that. Not really. I remember playing with him. Oh? You do? Yeah. I played with him all the time. Really? You remember that? <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't I? Wow. I'm really happy for that. Me too. I always thought you wouldn't remember because you were so young when he died. I don't remember going to his funeral. Of course not. We left you with a friend and went alone. What? Why? We thought you wouldn't understand it. You were only two when your grandfather and Uncle Owen had their accident. After that, your grandmother was never really the same. Making her whole house dark all the time, living alone. I'm just glad she had you to come cheer her up. When I was 16, I thought I was scared of the figure standing at the borderline of our world. Now, I'm scared wondering how many others were allowed back inside. We hope you have enjoyed tonight's main course, my friends. Much like young Anna, you do not need the aid of vision to perceive the macabre meaning of our tale. And a good ghost story may well stick with you, haunting you as you turn out the lights and try to sleep. How many were allowed back inside indeed? Well, this hideous host has some idea. But that would be telling, wouldn't it? <laughs> Until next we convene, pleasant dreams. <laughs> <laughs>